that's the third gone. They're about two metres into enemy territory. It's gone away there for Kronk to give it out wide. Here's Korobedi. He's got them turning around. It's now with Vunavalu. Vunavalu, the season's top try scorer, got the ball away. Bromwich to Smith. Smith to Hampton. Hampton, can he find a gap? He gets the ball away. It's back to Smith. Smith gets it away to Kronk. Kronk's got Korobedi with it. Have they got a chance here? Korobedi's put down. The siren sounds. Cronulla have won it. Cronulla have won it. 14 to 12. You can turn the light out now. Look at this. Amazing scenes from the Olympic Stadium. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to The League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. I'm here with Brooksy. We're back, baby. Season two. What about that? They said we wouldn't make it. A <laughs> couple of rounds late, but uh, yeah. yeah, we're back. We're back. Brooksy, so much has happened since you and I have spoken on air officially. Yep. And that was the week leading into the grand final. Yep. Got a haircut? You did. Yep. couple, actually. <laughs> we'll get to that, actually, because that's topical. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you what's happened since we've been on air. The Sharks won the comp. They certainly did. The Dragons are competing again, and they're in the top eight, well entrenched in the top eight. You won a Logie. Well, technically. You are a Fox League producer. Yes, technically. <laughs> I am a senior statistician. Hey, easy on the senior there. You know what else happened? Is that the age or is it service or what? Well, well played, Brooksy. It only took you 40 seconds to get a job in about my age. Age jokes. You know what else happened? What? The wonderful people at Fox Sports, our employees, the people that keep a roof over our heads, yep. stole our name for, from our podcast for their best show, The League Life. Yeah. I woke up one morning and we were successful. Yeah. We've had a few tweets over the uh, hiatus period. Um, it's been quite the off-season, hasn't it? But um, people going, oh, I love the show, blah, 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 blah. Go, yeah, we do too, but uh, we haven't done any podcasts yet. But they were referring to the TV show, The League Life, with some of our female talent on there, which, is, which has been really good, received so, really well. Let's start there and work backwards yep. in our list. It is a great show. Yeah. Now, let me run through the list. It features Jessica Yates... Hannah Hollis. Yes. Uh, Yvonne Sampson. Yep. And, of course, our friend Lara Pitt. Now, it's four very talented journalist presenters. Yep. And in all seriousness, it's a very good show, but I've got to tell you, I'm still a bit pissed about the name. Uh, you got to let it go, Shnaz. I think it's good that there's two league lives. It'll push us to be the best league life. It's flattering. Um, yeah, currently we're sitting well and truly entrenched in second position of league life programs coming out of Fox Sports. To be fair, we haven't competed with them until now. No, I, I even even the first few weeks, I think we'll still be there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I think, got, I think they've got uh, Phil Gould on tonight, Schnaz. The Buddy Garrity of the NRL. Yeah, I've been doing some tweets to him over the off-season. I think his account's shut down now, Schnaz. Okay. He's put it on uh, temporary hold. 
and I was doing the Seinfeld gags with him. He zings them back to me so quickly. He's he's a true fan. He you can't and, doubt his Seinfeld fanaticism. He and Andrew Voss are fanatics. Yeah. Now, for those people who haven't heard this podcast before, Brooksy and I, we have a whole history together of working together, but we also did a podcast last year at the very least, right? Was it just last year we did it? The last podcast? Well, was how long did we do it? It was one season. Prior to the grand final. We had a whole Oh, yeah, season. we had a whole season, yeah. 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 So you can go back on iTunes and listen to all of our funny gags. They'll probably be a, bit, a year old now, but they'll yeah. still be funny. Yeah. That's the short history. Now, Legal Life, yes, it's, uh, you know... It's good. Cheer. We'll share it. We'll share it. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, what else is happening? You are a Fox League producer. Now, Fox League is a 24-hour channel on Fox Sports. Last we spoke to you, yep. you were kicking stones along the road. Kicking <laughs> stones. <laughs> your, head, your head was down. <laughs> uh, and you had worked on the Olympics, Olympics at yeah. Channel 7. Yep. Part-time, but very yep. full-on gig. Mm-hmm. You did win a Logie for that. Your well, everyone. There was hundreds of us that the were show involved. You, but the actual specific We were nominated, show. but we didn't win because the NRL footy show won. But the what Oli- a great show that is. It's okay. It the keeps Oli- winning. The Olympics did win something though, right? Yes, best sports coverage okay. for the year. Yeah. So you won a Logie, that's so, good. Yeah, a small part of it. How is your job going at Fox Sports now? It's great, Schnaz. Traveling around Australia mm-hmm. to games... Organising all the at game stuff for when we do simulcasts for Channel Nine, but also involved in producing the Fox Games, which has been great. Was at the Derby a few weeks ago, producing that. What was a great game. Uh, interesting to see that the refs are allowing forward passes in random games, which is great. Great to mix it up a little bit. They all even out, Brooksy. I guess they do, but not those passes, Schnaz. <laughs> they weren't evening out at all. But uh, no, they, you guys played a good game. It was good. I had to put my producer hat on for that one. So it was great. It's, all, it's great to be involved with the ex-players, the commentators, um, people on the sidelines as well, organizing interviews, organizing re- like different plays to be shown, analysis of stats and working with some of my f- old colleagues in the stats department yeah. from time to time. It's a great job. It's, it's great in terms of working with people from all different parts of the NRL, whether it be the media or the clubs or the NRL itself. Or former greats. It's, I'm living the dream, mate. Yeah. It's, I can't put it any other way. We're very proud of you, Brooksy. You're doing a great job. Thank the you. only way is up, of course. Yeah. And you also have a segment on uh, a few nights a week yep. on game coverage, for example, a Thursday night, a Saturday night, called The Lab. And yeah, the, the lab Fox is, Sports Labs. The yep. Lab is where I work. Yep. And you bring that to life. Yep. And it's our colleague, Joel Carboni, who's the yep. mathematician guru guy. We'll get him in he'll, in he'll com- appear, yeah. upcoming episodes yeah. to talk some He lives down the road stats. from me. He lives yeah. in Enmore. Yeah. In a, in a Westie. Yeah. And so he, sometimes Matt Elliott, sometimes Michael Hagen. Yep. And who are the hosts? From Matty those? Russell the and Adam Peacock. Russell. We use Adam Peacock when Matty's commentating games. So yep. it's it's... It's going really well. We're using Joel's data to predict outcomes of games. It's not necessarily a hard and fast prediction. It's It works on simulation. It works on stats. And he'll be able to talk about this at length throughout the rest of the season. But yeah, we're, we're starting to find um, what works and what doesn't in terms of uh, discussing data, analytics, stats on TV. 
and it's been good. The graphic guys are coming up with some amazing stuff that should be rolled out in, in the next couple of months. Okay. So the lab's a bit of a watch this space for us at the moment, but yeah, it's going, going really well, mate. Okay. Also going well, your Mighty Dragons. Very well. St. George Illawarra Dragons, I should yeah. say. Couldn't really believe the start. Like, I knew they had a, a decent draw this year. I think Joel even mentioned it was one of the easiest draws for a team this season. Right. And they came out of the box, didn't they, Shnaz? They, they dumped the Panthers, who we all thought were going to be up there at some yep. stage. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, they, they've continued that. They've had a couple of injuries recently with Dugues and, and Widdop. Uh, some of the guys have stood up. McCrone earlier in the season when partnered with Widdop, he's sort of fallen off since Widdop's departure yeah. um, due to injury. But yeah, some of the outside backs have been really good. The forward pack has to be one of the best in the league Hello. now, which is great. Paul Vaughan, great Woo-hoo. signing. Some of the other guys have stepped up. Uh, Jack DeBellin's been amazing. He's got that look in his eye. He's got that look in his eye, Schnaz, that he just wants to rip off heads and mm. and... Just, just run at whoever he can run at. Like he's not avoiding contact, but he's but also doing a lot of line engagements and setting up yeah. outside players yeah. as well. So, and that's all. Like you know, you remember a few years ago when we were talking at work when he had that game at five eight against the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, he, he obviously Mary saw something in him being that that setup guy. Uh, obviously not at five eight, but you know, he could fill into that role and sort of do a job. They, I think they got thumped that game, but. You know that that sort of come into his game over the last few seasons, and he's and he's been setting up those other guys running off him. Russell Packer been rewarded with an awesome contract from the Tigers for his play so far this year and the back end of last year. So they're looking good. What about your Sharks, Schnaz? They're been lucky to get a few wins, but yeah. still rolling along. As as uh, Gal says. Um, the confidence they've got this confidence as being premiers they do. some people call it arrogance nah others the people closer to the team are calling it confidence they they're not arrogant they're yeah. they're lazy is what they are yeah i've never seen a lazier team and i mean that with the utmost respect because obviously they're putting in their defense is amazing but they i think they just rock up and think yeah we're going to do this and it's not that easy we know that but i'm actually really proud of them like to, to becoming what equal first are they or they're in the top no, three? Yeah, eight and three. Equal yeah, second. to be eight yeah, and yeah. three and be playing pretty atrociously in attack, uh, I'll take that. And yeah. they can only improve. And especially again, Origin round, they're going to have what four or five guys out. So those last three games could have been three losses. Schnaz, yeah. Tigers, Dragons. Oh, and there's Cowboys. more. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch just more. To, they just to highlight the your current form, you got six points out of those heading in Origin. It's pretty good. The only real Big wins were probably over uh, Pen- Penrith, Para, maybe someone else, I'm not sure. But I would say six of the, is it nine wins, did you say? Eight and three. Eight and three. Probably yep. probably five of the eight, they were lucky to win. So Yeah. And your defense has been good. 146 points Fantastic. in 11 games conceded. That's, that's pretty good. It reminds me of the last uh, set in the grand final. Oh, grand final. We haven't spoken about the yeah, grand so final. The GF. We were, I was talking about it the other day. Like We were talking about previous grand finals where teams sort of rolled on with it. Like Dragons in 2010 sort of had a nice buffer leading into full time. Rabbitohs, same against the Bulldogs. <laughs> but you guys, like, I, I wish there was enough like cameras at the ground to highlight 
those sort of like hot, those moments where Sharks fans wouldn't have been watching, would have missed those last few yeah. minutes because they just couldn't do it. If you go on YouTube and you, you do a few searches, there's lots yeah. and lots of fan videos, like probably yeah. close to 100 of them, and yeah. they're all pretty fascinating. Yeah. I, I was uh, sitting with my 10-year-old nephew, and and we were literally <laughs> right in front of where Ricky made the tackle. Yeah. So the last play... Ricky going, Latelli, right? Yeah, Ricky yeah, the yeah, tackle yeah, yeah. Latelli. Yeah. They were going <laughs> the side tackle. to side, and it was yeah. right in line with me. And yeah. everyone was standing up. My nephew's shorter, obviously, being 10 years old, and he couldn't see. And he's just like, I can't see, I can't see. I was like, don't look. Just don't look. Because I, I thought they were going to lose. Just don't look. And the crowd was like, I was swearing. Everyone was swearing in a very emotional way. It wasn't in anger. It was just like, yeah. oh, come on. Mm. They played really good. They completed their sets. They played really well. Fafita scored the greatest try ever. It was, and then they won. And it was just, everything has changed. The, the heavens opened up. I couldn't believe it, man. I, I, it was such a fantastic way to win. There was no, there'd be, there is nothing about the last... I say 50 is, but my 30 years supporting him, there's nothing I would change now. Yeah. Like, to do it that way, all the heartbreak, Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah, we were talking about some of the games that you weren't going to. Like, I remember you didn't, weren't, didn't go to the camera one. You just got to go to those games. Like, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I know you had work commitments and stuff, but you look back now and, like, people that would have probably gone, oh, I couldn't do it, can't to go to the game. They were sitting at home and going, Damn it, I wish I was at that yeah. game. Like, there's nothing that will ever compare to that. Yeah. And I went to the 2010 grand final and went, I can't miss this. No. Like, even if we lose, like the Steelers, Dragons. Oh, I didn't go to 99 and I sort of regretted it, but obviously the outcome was good yeah. um, for someone that hadn't gone. Yes. But I still regretted not going and being there for the, for the atmosphere, the moment. Well, and that's what a lot of Sharks fans that went I mean, justified for going. Walking yeah. in there... You just had that feeling. It was like, yeah. you know what? They're playing an amazing team. Mm. Melbourne played pretty good. But there was just... Like that... They had to do it that day. Yeah. It was just... There were so many Cronulla fans. Yeah. There was like 78,000 of them or something. More yeah. probably. Yeah. So your nephew... Going back to your nephew. So his last three moments of watching that game would have been someone's butt and probably got half-strength super dry poured all over him. No, no. It was pretty... Uh, respectful, like, but there'd it been a couple of loose shoeys, like you know, spouting around oh, after, the place after the game. Everyone was pretty tense, so yeah. it was it wasn't it wasn't too crazy. It was just very respectful. Was I was there, grabbing was some. Was there guy a bout of um, mouth athlete's foot going around the Shire for months after the uh, grand final in Shenanigans? Well, our CEO did a shoey that was pretty good at about six in the morning on for the cameras. Who was that? No, Lyle Gorman. Lyle Gorman. Well, the, the most gentlemanly gentleman ever. Yeah. That's not the worst thing someone from uh, Cronulla Sharks management has done since the grand final win. No, we've had a few little <laughs> hiccups along the way. Yeah, Brooksy, I did get to go to the um, the players and family function afterwards, which again yeah. a once in a lifetime opportunity, mm-hmm. which I'm very grateful for. And I like uh, how you deflected that. Uh, well, uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was I, good. I, I, I did. There were a lot of happy people in yeah. the room. Is what yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get to that. That's fine. The la- I also want to I also want to point out because I cop a bit of uh, a bit of shtick on the uh, on the Sharkcast TV and radio format that um Cha-ching. people are now requesting that I get a haircut and have yeah. a have a shave and the last time I got a haircut was Grand Final day lunchtime yeah I was so nervous mm. I didn't know what to do with myself I needed a haircut I went and got a haircut yeah 
just sat there, some guy, some stranger cutting my hair. And then it was time to go to the game. <laughs> that's the last time I got my hair cut. So, I don't know, it might be something in that. But that's, people don't tune in the league life to hear that. They tune in to hear <laughs> Yvonne Sampson. I mean, Nathan Brooks. <laughs> I'm going to, yeah, definitely people are going, we're going to have to check out this TV show. The podcast is rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we're just getting back into our groove, Brooksy. It's all good. So, yeah, we apologize for not being around. It's mostly my, I'm going to say it's all my fault. You went AWOL for a few weeks after the GF. I was, I was worried. I <laughs> thought you might have been on one of those couches on a roundabout around Woolaware. But, uh, yeah, well, actually, we, the, the, the first... This is a true story. The first alcoholic beverage I had post-grand final win, post-premiership, was on Captain Cook Drive, and it was a, a glass of whiskey. And so I'd, I, I went back to the area, and I saw some friends of mine, and they had parked their car there that morning yep. full of booze, uh, <laughs> went to the game, yeah. came back to the car, and they were partying out on Captain Cook Drive, which, and yeah. everyone was. And I had this whiskey, and it was just the sweetest drink I'd ever had. True wow. story. Yeah. And then I went up and did a line uh, up in there. Wait, would you? Oh, no. oh yeah. <laughs> I don't. Drugs are for monks. <clears throat> That's enough about the grand final. Yeah. Well, what about so far this year, Schnaz? Like, we're 11 rounds in. Has there been anyone that you've been like, wow, they've been quite impressive? Or a team that's just like, what happened? Oh, there's a bit of that going around. I Melbourne, to me, are the most impressive. Yeah. It's a, do you think they're setting up for this, like, we'll look back in a few years and it's like, you know, Cronk's decided to leave. Yeah, it's definitely possible, that whole scenario. But I yeah. also think that they are beatable. So it's not like yeah. years gone by where I'm, I'm scared of them as a fan or whatever. But they're just very clinical. They're not winning by a lot. They're just winning yeah. in their own style. They've got so many different weapons. So they've been the best for me. Yeah. Uh, disappointments, probably just your usual suspects. I mean, the Warriors are just horrendous. Yeah, they were terrible last week. I, I don't know how they're going to get better yeah. this year. Uh, they have a great spine, but there's not much else happening around yeah. the spine. We'll see what happens with Origin. Like this is They, they a... do get a leg up. We know mm. that, and that's, that's how it works. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, and just the West Tigers debacle, just <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't know if I want to start. I, I almost feel sorry for Ivan Cleary, except for the fact he's a grown man, he knows what he's doing. But he decided to take yeah. on that job. I, I honestly, if I was him or if I was his advisor, I would have said, brother, just wait for something else. Yeah. Because you're such a talented coach, such a smart guy. It's a rabble. So that's disappointing for their fans. Yeah. But they're on the way up, and that's that's part of what we've seen since he took over is partly because of him. He decided that... You know, let's take that Moses contract off the table. Let's start rebuilding. He's he signed Madalino, Packer, for instance. Uh, he's he's obviously let M Mitchell Moses go last week to Parramatta. Uh, he's starting to s create the new era, and it'll all come and go. I think I heard just before Lola he has been released from the Warriors, so yeah. he could be on en route. Yeah, to right now. Oh, I think that they're, they're definitely on their way up and with him they're, they're in good hands yep. but I just worry about the rest of the organisation yeah Brooksy I'm really we worried about the um, the player contracts not so much oh. <laughs> the timing and everything that's yeah. your department but <laughs> the amount of money these yeah. guys are getting and wanting yeah. Mitchell Moses 
you're not worth that, brother. And this is the funny thing. Remember when Ben Hunt signed with the Dragons and I everyone do. was like, a million dollars for that guy, blah, 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 blah. It's been a defining contract. Like Cherry Evans, now we look back and go, that's a pretty good deal. He's playing amazing football this year and he's, and he's probably worth that money when you take into account what's been signed on thereafter with other players. And, you know, Moses, Milford's on a million, um, allegedly. Um, Jack Bird, your boy going to Brisbane, he's up in that vicinity. Yeah. Not so much with third parties. But, yeah, but see, I look at Jack B- Bird leaving Cronulla, which... I'm not happy about. It. He's a really yeah. good player. So the Sharks offered him around seven fifty. Yeah, which is a lot of money. Yeah, and he could get better elsewhere. So fair enough. A lot of shark cast uh, polos and caps to buy with seven fifty. G. He's got a few. He's got a few. Uh, so we buy your boy Josh Dugan. Yeah. For reportedly, well, reportedly a million, but I know it's very much closer to seven fifty. Sorry, you guys can't see my fist pump here. Uh, great offload. From the Dragons there. Leading the league in offloads this year, and, what, and what that's I'm, probably their best. <laughs> what I'm saying, Brooksy, is he's probably... That's not crazy amount of money, yeah. considering that Brooks went... The other Brooks in my life, Luke, went for 550 Yeah. And Mitchell Moses is 750 Yeah. I'm happy to give Dugan that, I guess. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan. It's like, well, he's done enough to get that money. Well, that's what Dragons fans have got to think about. And, and I understand, like... Uh, Fans get attached to players. Dugues has been really good for the Dragons when he's been on the field. But think of... They've signed Dugan and Packer, right? They're two guys that are coming off clouded... or clouded. Uh, they're coming off bad years off the field. Yep. And we would have had to have paid in excess of $1.7 million per season over the next four years to retain those two schnaz. And that's where you got to sort of take. Sorry, a back step up. How back. much? How much? One point seven, because yeah, he's right. obviously okay. He's obviously signed with you guys for around a million dollars. Packers on seven hundred. That's just saying minimum to match these deals and those players to stay. The Dragons can't do that. From where they've come from, they've built them up. Great, Josh, you're getting a million a year now. Russell, you're on seven hundred. You're both on that for the next four years. You shake their hands, you let them go. It's not for the good of the team to go forward to retain these guys, particularly where you got them from. And that's what's going to happen at the end of the year, Shnaz. We're going to see with this salary cap fiasco that's happened with the NRL, there's going to be all these, go- all these guys that are going to be offloaded by teams because they're like, oh, we've got to fit our um, top 40 under the new cap. Yeah. So it's probably safe. Like the Knights will be in a good position because they've got so much room. I think the Tigers are sort of lining themselves up for this... Um, scenario where at the end of the season there'll be a lot of people off contract that um or released that they'll be able to get for the on the cheap so replacing russell packer for the dragons might be just paying 150 grand to some you know backup front rower that might be able to do a similar sort of job yeah so it's fiscally responsible for the dragons not to resign those two guys oh completely i just Particularly with a couple of the West Tigers guys, I was amazed at the money offered and paid. Yeah. Given what they've done and haven't done in the game. Yep. Like, a Dugan's different. Even a Packer's a little bit different. He's sort of proved his, his worth. But yep. Mitch Moses, Luke Brooks. I mean, good luck to him. Don't me wrong. Good yeah. luck to him. But wow. Yeah. That's a lot of moolah for some young blokes. I remember at the start of the year, we were looking at, like those, all, all those four coming off contract, you the know, the agents are sort of 
set him up to be off contract there. But yeah, it all worked out well. It all worked out well for the Tigers, didn't it? Keeping one of them. Now let's give a quick shout out to our colleague Scott Hogarth. He's entered the theatre. Bringing your lunch. He's a good this guy. This is ridiculous. Thanks, Scotty. <laughs> there we go. Appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Schnaz, I can't believe. I think the night you're in the lunch comp. delivered to the podcast. That's you, you know. That's why you're the senior statistician in the department, <laughs> mate. Thank you, Scotty. We appreciate that. He's a big Knights fan, Scotty. He's doing it tough. He's doing it tougher now. Has been doing lunch. it tough. What else is going, Brooksy? On with you, Brooksy. Tell me about what. How, what are you watching on TV? What am I watching on TV? I'm not really watching anything at the moment, but I'm getting ready for the return of Bloodline and House Ooh. of Cards over the next two weeks. Ooh, Bloodline. Now, as you know, and some of our older listeners will know, I was late to the Bloodline party, but I caught up. I am caught up, and it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's good because this is the final season. They, they're not making a going on after this and I think it's sort of good you see some shows The Walking Dead for instance that just continues to keep walking like it's just just kill them seriously just what like we it's just so frustrating Schnaz I can't believe you invest so much time in the seven eight seasons these half seasons that shows are doing to keep you going it's seriously it's worse than this cocaine saga that's happening in it, or that was happening in the, or is happening in the NRL. I prefer the word crisis to saga. Crisis, crises. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good. And this last season is, I I can feel it in my bones. Schnaz, it's going to be fantastic a acting, great direction. Yeah. It's well written. Everything about it, I love. The music's great. Hopefully, Mendelssohn's still in it. I think he will. Without giving away the storyline, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's still in it somewhere. I think he will be. It's it's yeah. he's still pivotal to all that. And House of Cards, Schnaz, Kevin Spacey. You're I haven't caught up. You haven't caught up. No. Yeah. But I will. I watched the last so when I went to Perth for this South Melbourne game last week, I I downloaded the last three eps of both seasons uh, for yeah. the plane and like it was so good. Like oh, it. Yeah. Designated Survivor, I'm almost caught up. So I've, I'm about probably four episodes behind. Oh, yeah. But I love that too. Yeah. It's getting pretty cheesy, I've got to say. It is. It's, but I'm okay with that. How is that? I Did you see a few weeks ago, I don't know if you're up to it, where there was like a Ford car just standing I, I've out I've heard the about field it. I haven't seen it. I've heard and about it. They were just staring at the car and the they take a shot of the car and they go back to the agents and go back to the car. I looked at my Mel. I looked at Mel, and I was like, "What the hell just happened with the show?" And we were like, "It's got to be ad break." Like, ad no, placement. no, it was like a targeted like a placement, marketing yeah. placement. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ad placement. You see them with uh, with it. with computers a lot, and, yeah. and iPhones, and but they're subtle. You don't have like <laughs> yeah. two people looking at a car that they've just driven, and then the camera looks back at them and looks back at the car, and it's like. When I said cheesy, uh, I'm talking about, I guess, the patriotism. There was one scene where uh, the young lady, who I'm going to call it the B story, the, who's chasing the mysterious whatever's going on in the middle of America. You know? <laughs> hey, you're really, really into the show, aren't you, Schnaz? <laughs> that chick with the guy with the mysterious. The, the president said, Kiefer said to her, uh, you can do whatever you want, any means, I want to find out what happened, yeah. and she walks out of the out of the White House mm. and looks back, 
and there's the half White House blown up or whatever. Yeah. And it's just that it's almost the only thing missing was an American flag flying in the background. Yeah, it'd been blown off. Yeah, but aside from that, I really love it, really enjoy it. Very How's the car, wasn't it? It did it. (laughs) Kiefer's amazing. I love Kiefer. I think that's why I was thinking about the whole Ford thing. Kiefer did the voiceovers for Ford ads for ages. And they drove Fords in 24. Okay. So I think it's like this whole Kiefer's just got shares in Ford. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you've watched it yet, but a show called 13 Reasons. Yeah, it's an emo one. I think Mel watched it. It's emo, yeah. yeah. Mel's my girlfriend, everyone. Yeah, shout out to Mel. Yeah. Couldn't do it without it. You definitely couldn't. It's it's pretty full on. It's basically, the plot is a high school girl, uh, and it's no secret at all, but she kills herself, and each episode is more or less a reason why looking back. A lot of yeah. flashbacks and that kind of is stuff. Is there about 13 reasons that they there look is. back on? There yeah, is. right. Yeah. And the last two episodes are extremely intense. They come with warnings and that kind of stuff. And it's definitely not... Um, it's, it's not for children. It definitely is for teenagers. It's a worldwide phenomenon, but it's 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 touchy stuff. So really take on board that PG-13 rating yeah, that but, it has. But, but then, then the last two episodes in, yeah. are probably higher than that and they warn you. Uh, it's quite graphic, yeah. But it's all very real, and it, it revolves around bullying and things like that. So it's it's a serious subject, uh, but definitely worth watching. I mean, it's not it's not a comedy. Put it yeah. that way. Uh, I'm loving Nashville. I know you don't watch Nashville. I'm loving Nashville. I'm up to date with that. Something major happened in it. I don't know if I can. I guess I can say it because everyone would have seen it. But they killed off one. They killed off Tammy Taylor. Uh, should we be disclosing this for the fans? Of no one knows who Tammy Taylor is in Well, Nashville, see, I so can't watch it now because I know she's going to die. But oh, it was so brutal. Oh, my killing God. Killing it. Killing Tammy. Oh, well. I guess, I guess they all can't survive. Like, well, I can. I can just not kill them off. Fair enough. Uh, that's about my TV watching. Yeah. But um, how good is Netflix? My God. Yeah, it's good. I wonder if they'll delve into sports. Like, try and get live sports. They might. They might. Imagine, like, live, like NRL on Netflix. Yeah, I can imagine that. Uh, anything else to tell me, Brooksy? I don't. Not not really. Not at this point in time. Other than your car's getting towed, you might want to wrap up the podcast. <laughs> Are you parking down the hill still? It's, like, notorious around here, you guys, like, for parking. Yeah. North Sydney Council's revenue has increased since Fox Sports has moved here. Oh, my God. It's just a battle. You see everyone leaving every two to three hours. Like Your mate, Joel Carboni, is oh, the king of it. he is. Got to move the car, got to so move the car. We're in the middle of like writing the script yeah. for the lab or so, writing the show. So your role with the lab is you are director, producer of the whole thing. And you, and you, just, a, just producer. Well, yeah. But I don't direct, direct. No, I'm not calling camera angles. No, but you have a large part in what goes on. Yeah. And part of it is you're responsible for the talent. And Joel's yeah. one of the talent, mm. as, aside from being behind the scenes. Mm. And you're always looking for him, but he's like down the hill moving his car. Guys, if you watch The Lab, you watch Fox Sports, we'd love to hear your feedback about what goes on here, um, particularly The Lab. Uh, and yeah. And our TV show, The League Life as well. And The League Life, yes. Maybe, we'll, maybe we can fill in one week. I would love that. This is the show. This is the show right yeah. here. This has always been the show, Brooksy. That is another show. Yeah. Oh, I'm still bitter. <laughs> But it's schnaz, it's always I watch it. been a I watch pleasure. It. Last week Brett Kamali broke my heart. It's watching it's good. It's always good to watch. 
Buddy Garrity's on the night. It's going to be great. Yeah. So we do recommend you watch the League Life. Yeah. And listen to our League Life as well. Tell them about us. Do the us. double. Tell them about us. We'll tell them about you. You tell us about who's on first. We should. You know what you should do? You should release the podcast straight as the show starts and see what the ratings, ratings. do. Because they might get like 50,000. We might get like eight listens mm. during that hour. Mm. Who knows? We'll see. We'll, we can close the gap. Crossover. I wouldn't mind a crossover. Maybe we could appear. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe we don't go up against it and just put it like release it straight after the league life, so people can do the league life double. We have got a few tweets saying we love the show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though we'll pass no, them on. There's no Brooksy and Shadaz, but we we'll, love the show. We'll pass on the tweets, so you can tweet us, and then we will pass them on. Yeah, Even well, if they that. Love you. They love you <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, I've got to get back to it, Shadaz. I'm sure you have to get back to it as well. You'd think so. <laughs> Being a senior statistician and all. Uh, I'm off to see Liverpool FC tonight, a oh, dream come true. yes, nice. First time, so. Nice. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I'll sing the song for you. Buy round for the Sharkies. No, they're playing at Shark Park. But yeah, yeah, it should be a good one. You guys missing a few? Five, I believe. Five. Yeah. Regulation. No, yeah. Val's there. Gal's there. Val and Gal. I think, I think you're a good chance. No Clemmer, no Jackson. Oh, yeah, we should win. Yeah. Mm. We're the premiers. Yeah. Oh, that's you're sounding like Gal. I think he said something like, and then when we were down against the Dragons, we all got together behind the post and went, hey, guys, we're the premiers. We can do anything. And started heckling the shit out of the Dragons players and got the win. So, you know. It worked. The confidence slash arrogance is working, Schnaz. Um, it's rubbing off. Will Chambers scores in the grand final and we go down by four or whatever it was. They get in a huddle. Yeah. The young blokes drop their heads. Yeah. Val, a lot of the young guys, Bert, drop their heads. It's done. Maloney gives them a pep talk. Ten minutes later, premiers. Yeah. Maloney, we touched on it. Remember, we were discussing it when we were doing the lab for Cronulla Cowboys. And he. everyone's been banging on about how bad he is at giving away penalties and errors and missed tackles. But, mate, there's no coincidence that Maloney comes to the club. No, no coincidence at all. But the funny thing was that he was—he told his brother to book his <laughs> wedding the night before the GF because, hey, we're not going to make the grand final this year. That's we an, stink. That's an old league life. It was great. Gag. It was great. Just throwback. Go back to the last episode. You'll hear about throwback that. Throwback app. Our last episode was the preview of the grand final. Yeah. Now we've reviewed it. Yeah, Some, somewhat. We got time for it yeah. for for that another time, Brooksy. Yeah. We got to get out of here. We got to make Fox Sports run like yeah. only we can. Thank you for joining me. I thank you for joining me. You thank me <laughs> for joining you. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. We'll get it together much better next time. This is the League Life, the real League Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I've been Shanaz. He's been Brooksy, and we will see you shortly. Take it away, boss. So, Come on, take it away. So to go to a break on the NRL Sunday ticket. Here it is. Up, up. Cronulla, the boys in the black, white and blue. Up, up, Cronulla, name of the sharks with you. Sharks, sharks forever, go out and play without fear. Now's the time to see good football for the sharks. 